0: And welcome to the Habits in Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazotte, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us And be available both mind and body to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Habits in Home show. I have a special guest on the show today. It's actually a client who I worked with on New Year's Day this year. She called me and she said, Lisa, how about you just come over and look around and give me a quote for how much this is going to be for you to come and help me in my home office. I said, well, I've got some time today. So I stopped by her house and gave her, a. a, I gave it a look over of what we could do in that space. And I said, Kathy, how about we tackle it right now? And she was like, okay, let's tackle it. So we tackled her home office On New Year's Day. And I have to tell you, it had a dramatic transformation. Mm -hmm. And I cannot wait to check in with her today on this special episode for our client check-in. So without further ado, let me welcome you um, on the podcast, Kathy Bush. Hey Lisa, it's good to be here. Nice to have you on. First of all, give us a little bit of information about you. What do you do what does your life look like right now? Tell us about your kids. Tell us about your husband. What are you busy doing right now?
1: Okay. Right now I'm getting used to a new job as a teller at a bank locally, which is nice because I was working out of town. Now I'm in town and um, that's kind of freed up some of my time to do some church activities that I've been wanting to do. So that's been Awesome. Um, In the past couple of years, we have developed an empty nest. So my oldest son is married. He lives in South Carolina. My youngest son lives in the nearby town. We get to see him every now and then. But I'm kind of enjoying this empty nest phase. It's uh, it's really nice.
0: (laughs) Yes. And we were talking about motherhood just before we started the podcast and how, you know, in different phases of our motherhood, we enjoy it. And I'm sure you are enjoying your empty nest um, time of your life as well. Okay. So tell me about your space. Okay. So our house
1: has a little bitty office. I don't know, Lisa, what would you say? Like 10 by 12. It's kind of small. Yeah, it was small. And I, I, and I had put up shelves and I had it so together in the beginning with a big desk and I even had a little refrigerator that I kept some of my special oils in that I was trying to like keep the lifespan of them. And, um, but I was having these, I just accumulated more and more and more. And then I put a shelf in there and, and then it just started getting junky. And then it became a junk room where we just piled things. Oh, somebody's coming over, clean the house, pile it in there, pile it in there. And it got to where you could even hardly walk in it. it was, And I kept saying, this weekend, I'm gonna tackle this room. It's not as bad as it looks. This weekend, this weekend. And then I'm like, girl, you can't do it. Call Lisa, call Lisa. <laughs> yeah I'm so, so glad when you came
0: <laughs> so what were what did you want to be able to do in there you have a, a direct sales business and you do a lot of DIY classes so you have mm-hmm. DIY supplies so what were you wanting to be able to do in that space that you weren't able to utilize that space for so I did
1: want those supplies organized, but I really wanted that desk space so that I could sit down and study and, and I could get away from the main hub of the house. Because what was happening is I was settling on the dining room table and then that started junking up. Right. And so I need a, a place to just go and I can close the door and I can study. And th- that was really, you know, organize the products, but especially to have that desk area
0: have that clean surface. And what what I see a lot of people doing is they use their surfaces for storage instead of a workspace. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is piles collect. And this happens a lot in home offices. Piles collect that need to be filed. You get mail and you don't know what to do with it. And so instead of figuring it out or throwing it away, filing it away, you end up just kind of avoiding it putting it off. And before you know it, you have a snowball of clutter um, that's happening in your office. And that's pretty much what I saw when I walked into your office is that Mm -hmm. you just didn't know what to do with the things that you had. And so how, how did you feel walking in that space every day or, you know, when you would go in there, how did it make you feel having it all in disarray?
1: Oh girl, I just wanted to avoid it. I just wanted to close the door. I would go in there and just pile more junk and close the door, and just like, Oof, I didn't, I didn't want to be in there. I didn't want. I just, yeah, it was did not you, a good feeling.
0: Yeah. Did you feel like it was keeping you being from being able to be efficient in your work and to be able to focus oh, on your work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, so, what was the hardest? So I come and I'm like, let's do it. And I, pr- it probably took you by surprise. Would you say? Oh yeah, yeah, but I was glad. It's like, especially once
1: we you, you were get. so the idea was you're gonna kind of get me started. And once we started shuffling things, I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna deal with this all week. So when yeah. you said, let's do it now, I was like,
0: good, let's get this over let's with. Let's get it done, I'm yeah.
1: Hanging on because if it drug out, ooh, I was glad it was yeah. a surprise, but I was glad.
0: Yeah. So yeah. what what I had what I did when I first got there is I we pulled a lot of your piles out of your office and mm-hmm. we took them to a different space. We removed a lot of the clutter, a lot of the piles right away. And I always do that with clients. I remove everything from the space so they can have a bare space. And when you have a bare space you don't really want to put anything back in it. You're like, oh, this is so nice. And so when it comes to the decluttering part of the process, you're more willing to get rid of a lot more because you know you have to find a spot for it and you don't want it to go back in that room. So what I did is I pulled everything out of your, your office, put it in your dining room. And the, what we originally talked about was you were going to spend all week going through those piles, and decluttering them, and getting weeding them out. And I like that you said you didn't want to drag it out over a week, because you knew that you had already been dragging it out for a while. Yeah, Yeah. for months. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, let's do it right now. (laughs) And sometimes we just need that person to just say, do it. Do it right yeah. now. And also,
1: I just thought it was so clever. Do you remember? I was surprised when you said take into the dining room. I'm like, really? I have to take it? Because I just really didn't want it to bleed over. You know, right. I like, really? I have to take in there. Yes, take it. Yeah. So I thought that was very clever. Yeah. Because, right. Once I saw that desk, it's like, ooh, baby, that's not. Yeah. yeah.
0: Look at that real estate right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it, because you originally thought we were going to sit in your office mm-hmm. and just work through piles. Oh, I yeah, personally, oh, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> and a, that's what a lot of people end up doing when they're decluttering is they surround themselves with all the clutter in the same space and they get overwhelmed. They get distracted. They end up leaving the room and then they're left with their clutter and, and never, gets fully done. So that's what I like to do with clients is remove the clutter completely from the space, give them a different place. And it does make you a little concerned that it's going to junk up the rest of your house. And you're like, wait, I, my other part of the house is clean. We can't leave it here. So it gives you a, a, an end point that, you know, you have to do it because you you want to remove it all from that that clean space that you had brought it into. Um, So, okay. So what would you say was the hardest part of the declutter process that we went through? The
1: hardest part. What was the hardest part? Um, You know, it's funny because I told you, I don't hold on to things. I won't have a problem getting rid of this stuff. But then once we got in there, it's like, And you know what it was? This was the aha thing. It wasn't that I was attached to the things like I see people are. It was that I spent money on that. Oh, no, I don't. I spent money on that. I I don't know if I can get rid of that. But and this is the the big thing about that, too, is that so because I spent money on it, I'm going to let it stress bring stress in my home. That's not that's not mm -mm. That's not a balance right there. It doesn't matter if I spent money on it. If it's not serving a purpose and it's not bringing joy, then I I don't need it. So that was probably the hardest. We got rid of a lot of stuff, though. (laughs) Yes, we did. That little office, I mean, it's like (laughs) there was this much stuff in there. And and then the trash and the giveaway. It's like, How did that much stuff even,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I always enjoy doing this with clients because they're like, how did so much stuff come out of that little bitty space? It's amazing how much we can pack in tiny spots. But I love the point that you brought out because a lot of people have that same struggle. They spent money on these items and they think that they're being wasteful when they get rid of them. Well, here's the thing that I always tell them. You wasted the money the moment that you bought it. <laughs> okay, so you wasted the money the moment that you bought it. So you're not wasting the money the moment that you get rid of it because you're basically wasting the money when you don't utilize it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So mm. what I to to help my clients work through this, I say just pretend you used it. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend if I you mean, you
1: might even have used it once. Like probably yeah. I had used maybe once or twice, but it wasn't serving a purpose anymore. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I also give them the example of pretend that you went to a spa and you got a massage, you're going to pay big money for that hour massage. I mean, like anywhere from 60 to a hundred dollars for that hour massage, it was a service. It, you spent money on it. Do you have anything to show for it? No, it was a part of your life. It was a, a moment in your life. So think of those items as like a service. It served you mm-hmm. during that time. I mean, and people will hang on to things for like $5. And they're like, I spent $5 on this. I'm like, just pretend that you went and got a coffee. Exactly, Your, your yeah. coffee comes in. It serves a purpose for that moment. And it goes out like just pretend. And, and for people, they it's, I think it's because it's the tangible object and they're actually having to make a decision. You know, when we spend the $5 on the coffee, we, we know that it's already processed in our life. When we have to then make another decision, first of all, we made two decisions. We made the decision to buy it. Then we also have to make the decision to get rid of it. The coffee, we only have to make the decision once, Mm -hmm. and then our body does the rest of the deciding. So that's the difference between product or products that we buy and services that we pay for. That's why it's so much harder for people to get rid of stuff. So mm-hmm. I love that you brought that out being the hardest part. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's great. And I think a lot of people are going to relate to that. Um, was there anything, and I'm thinking of something particular, but uh-huh. for you, was there anything that surprised you about the outcome and what we were able to achieve?
1: What surprised you? Well, I didn't think we were going to be able to get rid of that shelf. <laughs> That's so, what I'm
0: thinking of.
1: That was, but, and then we haven't said this yet, but we, this even ended up bleeding over into the laundry room. So, see, that was a surprise. You ended up tackling the laundry room also. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a surprise.
0: Yeah. yeah. So when I first got there, you had, and I'm going to post some pictures on the blog for people to see so they can get a visual of this. <clears throat> but when I first walked in, you had this tiny office and you had built in shelves, but then you had freestanding shelves and you had your DIY supplies and your oily sup- supplies on that shelf. And I said, I want to remove this shelf from your office. It's so tiny. This would give you so much more floor space. And you're like, how are we going to be able to store everything back into the office if I don't have the shelf? And I said, trust me, trust yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about how that felt for you. Well, it's
1: a little, high, uh, there's a little bit of like, no way doubt. And probably even a little bit of fear, like she's going to chunk all my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know? She's going to chunk all my stuff. Um <laughs> And so, um, yeah. But something you said, let me think. I thought of it a minute ago, but I think it just left me. It'll come back in a minute. <laughs> That's okay. But, um, oh, I remember I said, and when, uh, at one point I said, I need more shelves in here in t- the laundry room. And you're like, oh no, girl, you don't need more shelves. you got to get rid of more stuff. And I still think about that when I walk in my laundry room with something, I'm trying to figure out where it goes. And then my first thought is, I need more shelves. No.
0: I need less stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we are, I mean, think about you're one person and think about every single thing in your house is, is dependent on you to manage it. Like mm-hmm. all of your things. I'm th- I'm looking at all the things on my desk right now. I'm responsible for touching and managing every single item that I bring into my house. So I feel like for me, my, my, My ability and my limit to manage stuff is very low, very low. And most people's ability to effectively manage things in their home is low, but they just keep bringing in things because it's one thing at a time. It's one thing that they bring in at a time. And before they know it, it's a lot of things that they have to manage. Mm -hmm. So it really takes a lot of discipline to not bring things in. Into your, into your home, unless it's purposeful, unless it's meaningful, unless it's useful. If it's just sitting there, it's not really giving, bringing mm-hmm. much purpose to your life. So um, I love that. And, and that's what I tend to tell a lot of my clients when I do consultations with them. They always say, okay, what storage boxes and bins do I need and I say we're not going to start with any storage boxes or bins and a lot of other professional organizers they really do they start with they gather up all the boxes and all the bins and they take them to and I do bring some just in case but I always tell my clients more than likely you don't need boxes and bins more than likely, You
1: have empty ones We We did
0: empty ones
1: that I already had. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've just looked at those, like some plastic, some, you know, cute little baskets. I'm like, they're empty. They're empty.
0: They're empty. A lot of people, when they go through this process with me, they end up having, they don't need storage bins and boxes, you know, and I personally they, those things can, boxes and bins can be helpful because it gives you a designated place, especially if they're labeled. And we did some of that. We labeled all of your boxes and bins, but I like to store things just on shelves. So it's visible because out of sight is out of mind. And if you store everything away in boxes and bins, then you end up not utilizing a lot of it and you really don't even need it in your life to begin with. So I really, when I take people through the process, it's really just weeding out and then seeing what's left over that we actually have to organize. So for me, it's more about the decluttering and then second comes the organization part. So, Mm -hmm. okay. So how is, okay. We talked about this a little bit when I reached out to you and you said, do you want me to be honest? And I was like, (laughs) yes, I want you to be honest because here's the thing, we're all human and we all have habits that we are trying to reprogram. And, you know, I want to know how it's going. How is it? Let's just start in the office first. And then you can tell me how the laundry room is going. How is it going in your office? It's not bad.
1: It's not great. I still can see my desk. There are a couple items that need to find a home, but not a lot. That's not full. Now, I do have a bo- I can see. I can see from here. There's a <laughs> box I brought in that doesn't belong in there. Actually, I brought it from my last job. So I need to decide what that I get, get, get rid of that somehow. So it's not bad, but it's not great. It's not great. Is, I'm okay with where, where, how it is. You're it's, okay
0: with it. Okay. I am.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I mean, so I was able to sit down and do a project on it the other day. We're used to, I would have to go in there and gather things and bring them to the dining room table. I didn't have to do that. I could sit right there and have everything I needed. And that was awesome.
0: So what do you think the struggle is? I mean, are you sometimes, especially crafty people, they tend to get things out and leave their craft and leave their project on a table. Do you find yourself doing that? Or do you clean up? you know, directly after you have done a project, what is your, what is your biggest struggle? I'm pretty
1: good at putting things back if they have a home. So the few things that are on it right now don't have a place.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So that's what I need to do. I need to look at it and go, where does this go? And if it doesn't have a home, I need to get rid of it. If I can't make a home for it. So that, so I, I don't really have a problem putting things. If they have a place, I like to put them back up. Right. Yeah.
0: Great. So, so you would say that the biggest struggle is taking the time to designate a home for the new items that are yes. coming to your space. Yes. What do you think would help with that?
1: we well, see. Okay. So you left me with the project I didn't finish. That was the file cabinet. And that's what those are. They're things oh. that need to go in the file cabinet. So it's paper stuff. Okay. So I need to finish that because it really, it won't take long. So you
0: it's not keepable. So you didn't do the homework that I left. Exactly. <clears throat> you didn't do the homework that I left for you, which is the file cabinet. And so that's kind of like a sore area that you're avoiding again. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm calling you out about this. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So the biggest struggle, because we didn't, we didn't, and, and this is what I find, with a lot of people who who declutter along and along not everybody has the personality to de- declutter a little bit at a time and keep it going sometimes when we re- we're we're at desperation and we reach out to a professional or we reach out for help and we have to do a complete overhaul and that one space that we didn't tackle didn't get completely done. It wasn't a hundred percent. So it's causing you this frustration. So do you feel like it would help to have more accountability to complete probably, that?
1: Yeah, if you would call me and say, Kathy, how's that going? I'd be like, Oh, I haven't done it. And then <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, she's gonna call me again. I should get. she's gonna so it probably would
0: help. Okay. It's
1: definitely not your fault. It's no, it's yeah, it's yeah, just uh just got to get it done.
0: No, that really helps me as a, you know, this is my job. And it really helps me to be able to serve clients fully by following up with them. And I actually have a client that was a family member and I am going to her house tomorrow. It's been two weeks since I decluttered for her house. And I left her with three things to do. And she has family coming over tomorrow. And she told me she, her, Her motivation is because her whole kitchen and her pantry is organized, but this one upper cabinet we didn't get to, I told her that she had to do it. And I said, what is your motivation for doing it? Because you have to find that internal inspiration and motivation. You've got to muster it up yourself. And she said that I'm so afraid that when I have family come over for Easter, that they're going to open up that cabinet. They're going to see the rest of my, my kitchen completely clean, but they're going to open up this cabinet because I'm going to want to show them everything. And that's my motivation to keep going. And so I'm, I'm interested to see how she, she does tomorrow, but I'm going to, because I know that I'm going to check in with her today. And if she hasn't done it, then I'm going to encourage her to do that. So thank you so much for your honesty, because it helps me to be able to, to better serve my clients. Okay, so last question. Has it inspired you or motivated you to want to declutter other parts of your home?
1: Absolutely. I mean, after that, I was ready to, I mean, I have a box to get rid of. Let's get rid of. I've already been to donate at the other time from other areas of my house. So yes. And, and I just, I believe it's so true what we've already pointed on about managing less stuff. I I know that's true and I've just got to get rid of stuff because that's the only way that yeah. it's just got to go. You, so I definitely, yeah.
0: Do you find it easier to get rid of stuff when somebody's there with you? Yeah, it pushes me for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you said that you don't that it's easy for you to get rid of stuff, but then when I came, it was yeah. like whoa, like this is kind of hard, but you're pushing me a little bit further than I thought I could go. yeah yeah yeah. so I'm gonna I want to I want to hear from you what is your next project a full project that you are going to tackle oh I mean I have like
1: five in my mind right now like I mean like there's a bedroom there's and right now my dining room table is even piled with mail it's like and so that's the It's not huge, but this dining room table is today. Okay. (laughs) And the bar, really? Okay. I'm just going to say right here, my kitchen area, that's today. I want it done today because next week, Ben's going to be gone and I want to enjoy it for a whole week.
0: Okay. So I'm going to hold you accountable for that. Okay. I want to see, a I want to see a before picture of your dining room table and your bar and your, your countertops before you, before you declutter, I want to see your pictures. Mm-hmm. Send them to me, text me. And then before you go to bed tonight, I want those pictures. All right, girly, you're on. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. I'm, All I'm right. Ready to do All it. right. Let's bring it. All right, yeah. Kathy. Thank you so much for your vulnerability, for being on the podcast and sharing this. It's going to help so many people. I I always have a lot of people respond to these client check-in videos and, or these calls, and it really helps people you know, listen to real life scenarios of this process and, and taking them through the process, the struggle, the outcome, the struggle afterwards and the maintenance and the upkeep. And really, like you said, it all comes down to managing less stuff. So I just want to say, thank you so much for your time. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thanks, Lisa. It's been fun and encouraging. Thank you. You're welcome. Talk to you later. All righty. I hope you enjoyed this client check-in with my friend, Kathy Bush. Wasn't she just great? I loved how real and honest she was about the struggle to clear the clutter in her home and to keep it up. It's difficult, especially when life is busy or when you don't have a natural organization personality. Okay, it's hard and I love sharing with y'all real life people and their struggles. Because you know what? We need to pull back the veil that is Pinterest and Google and all of these like organization shows that show you this perfect picture image of what organization looks like. That's not real life. That's just done for a picture. So I hope that I can provide you some real life situations and how people struggle with the clutter and staying tidy. Friends, before you go, I'd love to give you a gift. Head on over to habitsathome.com slash freebies. I've got some really good freebies and tools to help you get organized and to stay tidy in your home. All right, friends, I'll see you right here next week on the Habits at Home Show.